Welcome to Dustrious. Keep your dice rolling, your hit points counted, and your magic flowing. Buckle up, travelers. You're in for a ride. Hello, and welcome to Dustrious, a high magic, high fantasy homeworld setting based loosely off the Pathfinder 1E system. This and Eldritch Dream Games production is made possible by our patrons, Brian Bridges, Brian Wraith, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, Undead Fish, and in memory of Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our episode to hear about some projects that some of these were working on. But for now, let's get started with our story. Well, last time when we left off, it was Rick who was sitting in jail for doing something stupid. Yes, it was. Russell had Raylan deliver food and drink and coffee so that he could stay with him. Brigard was going to stay for a while, but didn't you say you were going to go back and sleep in your bed? Yes. And Gavin did show up with uh, Ilvaria for a little feeding practice. And that didn't go awesome. Didn't go too awesome, but uh, Russell got to witness it. So that happened. Well, you know, it's uh, knowledge is power and all that. Right. (laughs) And Gavin had explained about the, the possibility of hunters and having to watch for that now as well. So, yeah. And Rick doesn't sleep, does he? No. Nope. Darn. Okay, there goes that bit of Russell wickedness. I was going to go have a talk with a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> so what's uh, Gab and Avari have left and a little bit of time has passed by. Uh, Darlena will come in to sit as well because there is, well, that's her assignment for the night is to sit there and make sure you stay in your cage. So... She will be there if anybody has to say anything about that. So, yeah, she is basically probably sitting across the table from Russell, but just staring intently at you and will be all night. Okay. I have my my books. Uh, yes. I believe, was, or was it on summoning or was it on the magic circles? I forget. I honestly don't remember what book. You asked for like three or four books. Right. Like, I will. If I remember right, it was summoning. Okay. Because I was wondering, like, what the fuck were you going to summon in your jail cell? No, I'm just learning how how to do it properly. I'm still studying. Gotcha. Applications of magic and all that. Yeah. Russell will eventually kind of look over towards Darlene and be like, so, uh, you know, any card games from uh, from where you came from that you haven't run across here in Dustress? Well, not really. I didn't play a lot of games. I was typically the bouncer who threw out the idiots that started fights. Ah, so you were my favorite person. That's uh, that that was my job back home. I love the bouncers because after someone got mad because they realized you were running a game on them, well, they would start a fight and the bouncer would throw them out, and then there's there's no one there to collect the pot. <laughs> well, I guess um. Uh, if you need uh, somebody to bounce somebody out of your establishment when it opens, let me know. <laughs> Fair enough. I've got a, I actually got a pretty good eye on a pit boss, but um, bounces. 
Hmm. I was uh, kind of just going for the general laborer, you know, and pick the biggest one. But it wouldn't make it wouldn't uh wouldn't hurt to uh, have someone who was uh well had honed their craft, as it were. If they want to stop in every once in a while, maybe earn some extra money. Well, unless somebody gets themselves thrown in jail, I'm usually off work in the evenings, so I'll probably be around anyhow. Excellent. Rick kind of just like looks up from the book at that point, rolls his eyes, looks back down, looks at the camera, looks back to his book. (laughs) (laughs) I can't complain too much, dear. Uh, I have to learn not to make bets with the Wari. But you cost me 50 gold, so I don't mind that you're sitting behind bars tonight. Oh, hell, I got to know what this bet was. Rick just smiling because Rick Rick can put two and two together. I think because uh, he saw the money change hands, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he he just smirks. Well, Ivari was betting that uh, Rick here wasn't going to be perfect little angel and keep his distance from folks, as you know, Daddy might have wanted him to do. And I said he would. And she took him to bed to prove me wrong. <laughs> oh, <hell. laughs> that's a talk about taking one for the sake of a bet. I mean, kind of looks <laughs> back over to Rick. I mean, I don't know. 50 gold? That was it? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I sneer. I, I'm careful how much money I play with because uh, I'm not going to go bankrupt over games with Avari. <laughs> and besides, on, on any one of the three of us stepping out of line, you you, you bet against it? <laughs> I mean, we, we must have pissed you off three or four times a piece, but that's before any of us ever died. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the only time I've been really mad is... Uh, when you wanted to get in my face about doing my job when I had been doing my job until I had to stop to come tend to your friend Brigger. Yeah, that was a that was an emotional roller coaster of a few days. So uh in general we're good. Glad to hear it. Any town that I don't have to worry about the lawmen is a good town. Well, I mean, technically you're one of the lawmen. Yeah, you know, that happened once where I came from too, and it, it didn't really stop me from pissing anybody off. <laughs> I'm just here because Dravik didn't want the uh, humans to be able to come back and say, well, yeah, you put him in jail, but his best friend was the only one watching him. We don't know what he did. <laughs> He's going to look back and be like, you hear that, kid? We're best friends. Uh, when, when you look back over, you would notice that he's uh, at, at some point uh, prior to the statement, he had stopped smiling and started reading his book again. It just kind of ignores you. Elsewhere, Brigard's crying that Russell is Rick's best friend. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I think Brigard's everyone's best friend, but maybe second place by default <laughs> on account of longevity. <laughs> yep. I don't think uh, Dravik was pa- uh, pressing, you know, like passing any judgment. He was just afraid of what might be said. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. Besides, I didn't even think about that. I guess I can technically pull guard duty here, can't I? 
I gotta can. be careful about that. <laughs> Dravik tries to ensure that there's the least amount of personal conflict as possible. Um, so I was sent because, well, Gav and Zav are both like his dads now. Mal has just disappeared for a while. He does that sometimes. Hmm. And you and Brigard are really good friends with him, and Travis is out on the hunt, so. Kind of. Oh, that's an interesting thing. I didn't even think about that. Travis is of a a similar, I don't know, similar rank in the gentry, I suppose. Uh, kinda. He didn't care to have a house. Uh, he spends most of his time outdoors, so he just has one of the smaller houses. Didn't He didn't need anything large. Uh, and technically, he does a lot of hunting, uh, supplies meat to the to the inn and whatnot. Uh, but a lot of the times that he's out there, he's also keeping an eye for anything that might be near that would threaten the town. Hey, that that makes a, a whole lot of sense. He, he's a good guy, but uh, where he came from, he was a he calls it a huntsman for the king. Um, we had a, well, well, I guess we still have kings in some places where I come from, but yeah, I've, I've, I, I get the concept. I think we had something similar in history. So yeah, so Dravik gave him a position that he would be most comfortable with. Well, heck, if I'd known that was an option, I would have opted to be a town drunk. <laughs> well, it's not too late. You, you can negotiate a, a new contract. I can always practice. That, really, really get my game fine-tuned before I apply. Of course, uh, with your establishment opening, you might have some competition. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, uh, I want to, well, you know, between my uh, well-trained occasional, if needed, bouncer, who, um, you know, as long as you're willing to help out in a pinch, consider yourself drinking at cost. And if you ever actually do make it a point to be there and not drinking any evening, we'll discuss pay. But right. uh, between you, me, and a fence post, you know, the fence post being the one there and behind the bars, I'll, uh, I'm hoping not to let people get too rowdy. I mean, you know, once people get too rowdy, they don't play the games. That's that's really what it's all about, right? <laughs> well, I know that uh, that Gavin's already made up a bunch of flyers that he's going to send out with the next trade ship if if you're open. Uh, try to bring some tourists to town. Uh, make make it like a vacation spot. Come, you can gamble. You can, you know, hmm. enjoy a rather peaceful community and and maybe get some outside income flowing in. I may need to look into building a, a proper inn. So yeah, I, it could be really good for the town. That's a good thing. Cause yeah, I I really kind of want to settle more into a of a, a vibe of a place where everyone can come to unwind and a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's it's a den of inequity, but you know, not a place that really, really drives a community downward as one. I, I've seen those before, and they never get pretty. It's it's not good for anybody. 
place stays right. classy. Everyone to, you know, rising waters, all ships, all that. Well, you know, you keep your place classy and we get some people to open a couple other amusements of sometimes some kind that are more generated towards uh, the wife and the kids and that kind of thing. We could have all kinds of vacationers coming here. Maybe get some people with skills like Travis that's willing to take some of the city folk out hunting and stuff. That could work. Heck, gotta, hmm. That would make a lot of sense. Some place that primarily a rural community dedicated to a particular craft and eventually becoming a tourist spot. You know, with all the uh, the uh, service industry positions and whatnot. I wonder if anyone's ever stumbled across that. Little did Russell know in like 30 years of Vegas would be a thing. <laughs> well, I think Dravik's thinking on the whole, whole thing is that uh, a lot of people who might not be willing to permanently move to a community that are full of all these races they're not fond of might vacation there and still walk away with a better understanding. That would certainly be a good thing. And I think Gavin sees your establishment as the first step towards that. I can handle that. So it's more people coming in with more money to play at the tables. Yeah. And really with with that, Russell would just kind of idly chit chat for the rest of the night. He's not. She'd be happy to sit there and chat with you because she's got to stay awake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is Rick just going to keep his nose in the book? Yeah, he, he does listen to whatever they're saying unless it becomes like super inane or something. But uh, he, he's, he's going to keep to his books. Alrighty. So the night will pass. Um, I imagine by morning, if Russell didn't pass out at some point, he's pretty tired. Might help if I uh, pulled out some dice. But by morning time, there's a bunch of uh, like symbols and circles like drawn into the dust on the walls of the cell. Briggers, you will wake up having comfortably slept in your bed at home. Yep. (laughs) Uh, He'll he'll rise and uh, go about his uh, just morning routine of gathering everything and strapping on and standing outside his house, waking, uh, waiting to see. Russell come out of his. <laughs> Did he, does does Rigger forget where Russell's at? No, he's just going to wait a spell, and then when time has passed, he'll remember uh, that uh, Ru- or figure Russell stayed the entire night, and he'll go back to the jail to see his friends. So, did Russell manage to stay awake all night? Yeah, no, Russell, Russell made it through the night. He's a desperately clenching cup of coffee, you know, but he, he's awake. So, Brigard, while you are standing outside, Russell will not come out of the house, but Raylene will. Uh, and she kind of has her arms full with a couple of baskets. And uh, she'll say, Brigard, you uh, can I head to the jail by any chance? Yes, I am. Are you headed that way? Yeah, can you help me carry this? I'd be happy to. You, 
You look like you're probably stronger than I am. We didn't see her in combat, did we? No. Okay, I'm thinking of someone else who uh, definitely held their own. But yeah, uh, Rigor will uh, accept the baskets and uh, walk alongside. Raylene's the Calistrian, right? Yes. And, and the new madam at the casino. Yep. So Raylene and Brigard will come through the door, wrestle, and there are baskets, as she figured, if you needed dinner last night, you need breakfast this morning. Oh. So there's fresh food and hot coffee for everybody. You are an angel. Good morning to you as well, Raylene. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he looked like he was better for carrying things than me. Certainly. Thank you. Yeah, Russell, um, like, borderline attack fresh coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, roll the hit, goddamn. (laughs) Swear, I wasted a 20 on a perfectly good dice (laughs) 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 So there is there is coffee and food for everybody. Not that Rick wants any, but you know. <laughs> yeah, Rick Rick do, doesn't do do much food anymore. Did that come up when we were talking about it, whether or not you could or I I frankly don't remember. It's been about a month. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in that case, I think think you had asked him about uh, the drink because you were trying to share a bottle with everybody, but I don't think you asked him about food. Yeah, I did drink the drink, but I did not food the food. Yeah, (laughs) Russell, Russell will make the offer. You know, uh, I, I don't. I guess everything I've read says you don't require it anymore, but you know, you're you're always welcome at the table. Well, are you always welcome to some? Food right now. I guess you can't come to the table. <laughs> uh, I would try. I was like, I don't think my guts work. So I think ultimately I would just end up having to huck it out later. Fair enough. I, um, I introduced this world to barbecue. You might still want to try some. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> shrugs. <laughs> it's just like, maybe. Depends on how good it is. Well, it's Southern barbecue, not that Michigan shit you're used to eating. So what do you think? Yes, but he's also back from a time before they pumped so much stuff to make food taste good. (laughs) So everyone will have breakfast. uh, And uh, eventually Zav will come in because somebody has to to relieve Darlena. Mm -hmm. And... They've not got Travis back to town yet. Russell, hold up a glass. Zav? <laughs> she stay here all night. Yep. I went and talked to went and talked to my boy into going to jail. The least I can do is sit outside the cell. <laughs> Alright, I guess that makes sense. Well, hopefully Dravik will send for him before too long and Lila can get on with her shtick and we can get this over with. Yeah, all going well, you know. Well, I figure it if uh, 
This way, if uh, hunters or whatnot bother kind of come knocking on the door, by best I've seen, I'm the only one here who knows how a firearm works. Well, and has one. You're going to turn around and look at look at Rick at that point and be like, that brings up an interesting question, kid. Um, I know you're capable of making a pistol. Mm-hmm. Why haven't you bothered? For one, they're loud. For two, if I can crank them out, you know, in a matter of minutes, the more we make, the more likely it is somebody else is going to pick it up. That's a very damn good point. I'm going to have to figure something out about that. Darlene will. I suggest not losing your guns so that they might have a harder time reverse engineering them. Yeah, I I keep my I I keep a spell on most of them at least during not a fight that uh, I can I can call them back to me, but I might need to work on a more permanent solution. Darlene will look at you Rick, and go, "What about a silencer? If you're concerned about the noise." Silencers help, but they're not perfect. Still make a lot more noise than a bowstring. A, a bowstring. What the fuck? I still make a lot more noise than a bowstring. So, just for everyone at home, yeah, that's it. Rick prefers silent killing. Just for all the conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he, always he is a, a sneaky person that prefers not to draw attention to himself in the fight unless he's going boom so and then he is very he would be very large and easy to see so he prefers I to think everyone should tweet their conspiracy theories at Sean that's at Eldritch Dream on Twitter I guess <laughs> um, go ahead and, and tag Destris in it as well and and maybe we'll do a little recording where we just go over some of the best theories. <laughs> oh, I've got to go make a dummy Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did recently uh, sort of Easter egg out the first letter of his last name mm. on Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, great, that narrows it down. yep it's a (laughs) non-teaser I almost like called you out like that's barely an easter egg that's that's a terrible (laughs) easter egg to give a child how dare you (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like uh, one of those plastic easter eggs but it's only got one jelly bean in it yeah I was going to say it had asparagus in it but Uh, no that's just that's just bad that's like a lie of an Easter egg. It's got one jelly bean or one candy corn or whatever the fuck you want to put in it. One thing. A quarter. Candy corn is for Halloween, not Easter. I don't give a fuck candy corn. I'm Jewish and I know that. Fucking every, <laughs> every day is Halloween. That That is a quote right there. <laughs> what, every day is Halloween or I'm Jewish no. and even I know that? No, candy corn is for Halloween and I'm Jewish. Not Easter, and I'm Jewish, and I know that. 
You don't know. Sometimes you buy too much Halloween candy. It lasts. So long. <laughs> I say there is that candy. Can, I mean, candy corn is functionally immortal. So if you can think of a good candy to celebrate Easter with, <laughs> yeah. And people typically still have candy corn left over from Halloween come Easter, so it, it tracks. <laughs> no, see, when Easter comes around, though, I make Sean bring me home those those chocolate eggs. Cadbury eggs. The Cadbury eggs. Oh, yes. Because I always think I just want them, and then I eat one, and then it's like it's so sweet I can't eat anymore. Yeah. No. One, like, every other year. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> but after that, it's too much. <laughs> I just like oh. Halloween because he always buys candy for me to give away, but then nobody trick-or-treats at the apartments. Like, at most, one or two people will come by. So then I have a big bowl of, like, Snickers to sit around and eat. Yeah, that is the uh, the joy I have coming up here soon, or will have had by the time this gets released. Definitely yes. will have had by, <laughs> by a while. This would be the, uh, <laughs> be the uh, at the time of recording, this will be the, uh, the first year in a new apartment. So I can claim ignorance as towards the trick-or-treater situation. So I right. have to buy a lot of candy. You Just, do. It's, you really, really do. Okay, well, now that we have all that sorted out. <laughs> so breakfast and coffee is had. Darlena will go home to uh, get some sleep. Uh, Brigard, Zav will look at you and be like, okay, I uh, I need something from you, dude. Uh, yes, Zav, what can I do for you? Well, Darlena has to go sleep because she playing guard duty here all night. Uh, Mal is out of town. Gavin can't roam the streets today, so you're going to have to be the guard on duty for the town. For the entire town? Yep. All you got to do is walk around town, and if something happens, fix it. Uh, I think I can do that. I'd I'd be honored. (laughs) All right. Usually Uh, it's a pretty boring thing, but, you know. I'll bring Side some quest. whittling with me. Save five cats from trees. <laughs> bring back three bottles of wine to the All right, uh, fetch quest. Mayor's house. <laughs> <laughs> Defeat five pesky rats. And I'm I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so Russell, are you gonna stay? Yes. Are you gonna go get some sleep? What are you going to do? I'm uh I want to look towards Zav and be like, okay, um, as much as I wish I could pull this shit off, uh, um, can can someone send me a runner if something changes, if trial starts, or if there's some kind of mess or something? But I'm going to have to get some shut eye. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I can send you a messenger. If you really just don't want to leave... I can open one of the other cells so you can make use of the bed. You know, <laughs> that was, that is a very kind and generous offer. And while I trust you personally, Zav, I, I may or may not have some very horrible memories. And if I were to go to sleep inside a cell, I'd be just fine. But as soon as I wake up inside of one with <laughs> newfound magical powers, there may be a problem. <laughs> On the upside, you wouldn't be able to use your magic till you walked out. Exactly. And that's oh wow, just... you would yeah, you would think you were just legit, just thrown back to where you were from. Oh, that's terrifying. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't in a cell when I came to Dustress. I mean, it's just... No, I mean, a, like, you wake up and none of your abilities that you thought were there, and maybe it was all a dream, and I guess you really just see Rick two cells over. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm going home. Darlena <laughs> 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 uh, will get up to walk with you, because she's going home to go to sleep as well. So Zav will stay and stand guard. Brigard, there really ain't much going on in town for you to have to deal with. Uh, okay. It's it's more or less just keeping an eye out in case something happens. Sure. Um, uh, as a note, though, uh, Brigard will, uh, if, if he gets around to the market area, he's going to uh, lose a little bit of his bluster about being uh, in charge and kind of feel a little guilty about uh, his previous conduct. <laughs> But, but yeah, it's it's relatively quiet, especially compared to the stuff that's been happening in town mm-hmm. for the past few days. Um, and that may be because the people who usually go around making people mad were both sitting up at the jail all night. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, hell. That's, that's just not right. <laughs> <laughs> you will notice that uh, the, the tavern... And in is opening back up. Oh. But when you stop in, it is not Ivari who is running it. It is Amelia, one of the uh, twin sisters that mm-hmm. traveled with y'all. Is behind the oh. counter. Awesome. Uh, Brigard will go in and uh, greet Amelia. How are you doing, Brigard? I'm doing wonderful, Amelia. I'm, I'm in charge of guarding the town for the day, so I'm making the rounds. It, Interesting to see you here. Are you, are you taking up residence? Yeah, um, Avari didn't want to come back to running the inn, and I've decided I'm not going to do the uh, devotion to Arche. I want a more normal life than a priestess, so I'm taking over the tavern, and Ava's going to stay at the temple. Does this count as you forsaking Arche? Are you now oh, no. in bad favor? You can, no, no, no. You can you can be a worshiper of a god or goddess and not have to devote yourself to them entirely. Do you have plans on any updates or any changes to how the inn was run previously? Will you keep the name? I mean, I don't really plan to change anything. Um I just, I, I will be cooking and serving drinks and things of that nature now. A new chapter for you. This this is lovely. I'm looking forward to uh, opening day. Will there be a ceremony? No, no, no kind of ceremony. Um, I think we're going to kind of try to, to scale back a little on, on some things, uh, you know, encourage people that if they want to play the cards and things like that to go to Russell's establishment and maybe make it a little more friendly here for like the farmers, wives and kids and that kind of stuff. Oh, lovely. That would be very nice. So I, I, I don't give people a choice. That's nice. A little something for everyone. That's that's wonderful. How long until you are back up and running? Uh, we have to get a shipment in uh, with some new supplies because everything was destroyed in the fire. Of course. 
but uh, just however long that takes. And in, in the meantime, I'm going to do a little decorating and stuff. Oh, how so? Well, I was I, I was thinking that to maybe clean things up a little bit, uh, tablecloths, uh, padded chairs, that kind of thing, so that it's a bit more homey. After a long day, those farmers will greatly appreciate padded chairs, so I, I wholly endorse this. Do you need help with anything while I'm here? Is everything all right with you? Um, I think everything's okay. And uh, he's going to uh, fish into his... Uh, he, he, he brought like little bits and bobs of wood to just kind of just practice little figures or whatever. And he's going to uh, pull out a whistle and uh, hand it to her. If you have a need of me, blow on this. Okay. And it's nothing special. It's not even magical. It's just a nice little wood whistle. Do you, do you make these? Yes, I've uh, started taking up uh, going back into a, a craft I had back home. And uh, I, I've decorated my home in some of the reconstructed, the reconstructed buildings of the town. And as I'm walking around, I find that not many people are in dire need of a guardsman at the moment, busying myself practicing on smaller things. Maybe you could do something for me then. When you have when you have Anything. time, maybe you could make a little like toy box with figurines and stuff for the kids to play with when they're here. Oh, that would that would be amazing. I would love to do that. I my, Rick will be in jail for a good bit longer, so I feel <laughs> Rick's in jail. We'll be, oh, uh we had a there was an altercation that that's uh Rick was uh doing his duty as a guardsman and got a little carried away with uh, the meeting out of justice. And, well, I, I feel it may become uh, tavern gossip when you are open, so you'll hear all about it from various sources. But, yes, he's he's currently uh, taking responsibility for his actions now. I see. Well, I guess that's good, though, to take responsibility for your actions. Yes, I... We, we very narrowly avoided a, a a mob scene last night and <laughs> a month later uh, <laughs> uh, we very narrowly avoided a, a mob scene and uh, the the resolution was Rick would do the time for doing the crime of luring small children out and casting spells upon them in an effort to coerce them into telling them what he needed to hear. I, I see. That tonal shift was amazing. Um, <laughs> okay, well, anyhow, yeah, uh, I'll be happy to pay you for your work if, if you want to make a little toy box and some, you know, toys to go in it. So, it'd probably be around two in the afternoon that uh, Raylene will come wake you up, Russell. And tell you that uh, there's been a message that uh, they're fixing to take Rick to meet with Lila. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, okay, that's good enough. Oh, you know, Russell kind of get up out of bed and kind of shake the cobwebs for a bit and kind of find the nicer bits of clothing he has and uh, even go so far as to, you know, magically do what he can to clean them up as best as he can and uh, 
get dressed, strap up, and head towards the top of town. All right. So when you get uh, to the jail, you can see that they, they've got Rick outside the cell. Um, they do have him in a pair of cuffs, which, as you know, is really kind of ridiculous. They do him no good, but, you know. Uh, it's like whenever they uh, handcuff Superman. Right. <laughs> it's really just to make everyone else uh, feel safer. I mean, they would prevent me from escaping if they had true form on them. No. But, uh, and they will escort you over to Doc Dravik's office, where he and Lila will be waiting. And uh, the first thing probably that Brian is going to notice is that with everybody else around, particularly her brothers, Lila is a much kinder person. She plays a much sweeter little girl (laughs) with her brothers watching. Uh, Very different from what you experienced when you and Brigard met with her alone. Russell just grin and kind of, kind of, kind of smile externally and sign. You know, hello there, Lila. It's good to see you again. Very nice to see you too. I'm hoping this goes well for your friend. Likewise. They will bring Rick in and sit him down in a chair, and Drovic will be like, "Now, somebody said something last night or yesterday in my office." about wanting to put a zone of truth around him before she did this? That was the general idea. Just for those who are worried about, just for those who are worried about uh, anybody, you know, faking faking results with magic and whatnot. I I know that's a result, uh, a worry of some of the farmers in the community. All right, well, I guess we should get that cast and get things started. Check and see if Russell can do it. Yes, he can. Alrighty. So yeah, Russell, Russell will do the casting. Would Rick know that it doesn't compel you to speak, just that it makes you not be able to cast speak lies? Rick could make a Arcana check to see what he knows about the spell. That is a seven, and I just realized I don't have my sheet open. That will take just a second. I had my notes open. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about it. <laughs> and uh, it'll be a DC 18 will save to negate it. Uh, it if, he, if he knows that it doesn't just compel him to run at the mouth, then he's not going to try and resist it. Is there such a spell? <laughs> I mean, just uh, as a fan of the system. A zone of truth? I, no, no is, there, is there a form One that, that compels you to speak. Um, I don't know, but pro- Russell probably, might look into it. Probably not straight, but you could combine spells to make it do that. And with the system that we use, of course, we could make one. Like command plus zone of truth sort of thing? Probably uh, probably dominate a person. Oh. Uh, just because command will get, maybe get you an answer. Do you count as dominate monster? Uh, dominate monster can dominate anything. Uh, dominate person works on humanoids, so you would have to use monster on me. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I didn't know because you are a monster if you counted. Yeah, uh, because I'm undead, you'd have to use monster. But if it's a mind affecting effect, I am immune. So ha 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 ha. But there's probably ways you could get around that too. Well, fun fact then, you're immune to zone of truth. <laughs> oh, is it a mind affecting effect? Yep. Oh, well, okay. 
Well, the, the farmers may not know that. <laughs> right? Well, I I am immune to the mind-affecting compulsion, but you do get the signal that it has worked on me because I didn't resist the same. There we go. Alright, I was making Arcana, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I got a 15. And what is the level of the spell? It's a second level spell. Okay, so yeah, you can identify the spell and, and know what it does. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't resist the thing. But it's not really going to matter because she's not trying to get you to speak anyway. She's going to walk up and place her hands on either side of your head. And she's going to try to delve into your head, basically. Um, would it be possible to let her and then attempt to resist if she goes somewhere I don't want? Um, yeah, you can you can choose to let her in and uh, it will be a will to try to push her out if she's... Yeah, as soon as Russell realizes this is going to be a psychic thing instead of a, a verbal thing, he's casting Detect Magic. He, he wants to know everything that's going on that he can that he can possibly detect. Okay. Because if she just sticks around to like what's going on here, like what we're actually here for, it's fine. But uh, if she starts being nosy in his head. Now, what she is is looking at is your memories of what happened. So she can try to determine your intentions. Okay. And then she is also going to cast another spell as Brian is watching her do this that is meant to see into the future and determine whether he is likely a threat to people that, you know, to to the community, to the girls, those kind of things. Okay. (laughs) So it'll, it'll take probably close to an hour altogether uh, because she's having to, to ask individual questions. Is he a threat to the community as a whole? Is he a threat to specific people in the community? Is he a threat to the girls? It, you know. Did it, uh, any of the farmers show up for this? Uh, the farmers are there. Okay. They're just sitting back kind of watching. In that case, as she does what she's doing, Russell rolls a 25 diplomacy to explain exactly what's going on. That way, as people get an idea. Acting as an interpreter. Yeah. Kind of a maybe if if he's capable of he'll he'll let a giveaway go of the, the detect magic spell. His eyes will glow a dim color or something. Alright. Like what's going on now is she's she's diving into his head. <laughs> yeah. But it it'll take about an hour altogether. And she will determine that she does not feel like you are a future threat at this time and that your sentence should be based only on your behavior for that night. So at that point, Dravik will tell you that you are going to spend the next three days behind bars. Huzzah. Uh, with time served? Yes. Well, he, he, it will count the days there, but... I watch a lot of uh, Law & Order, so that's how I knew to ask that question. <laughs> it's a so little yes. minority report, don't you think? You you are you are sentenced <laughs> to to three days in confinement for your behavior. All right, that, that's fine. 
Minority Report's fine as long as it plays to our favor. (laughs) (laughs) If it ever turns, then we start the revolution. Yep. So, yeah, Zav will will put, will, will take you back down. Zav will take you back down to the cell for you to stay there. Okay. Okay, so Russell can have a sense motive. Okay. To gauge the farmer's reactions. It's going to be a 21. All right, so... Ben, which was the farmer that actually talked to him about coming by, you know, who followed y'all to the jail and stayed and asked him to, to get to know his daughter and so there wouldn't be the spear or whatnot. Um, he seems fine. He, he he seems absolutely fine with it. Uh, the other two farmers accept it, but don't necessarily seem happy. Uh, you figured they were probably expecting him to have to sit in jail longer. Russell will make it a point. On uh, as kind of the sentence is served and whatnot, he's gonna concentrate his social attention on those other two farmers. All right, but yeah, they don't they don't cause a ruckus or a scene or anything, um, and they will get up and leave. But but you you get the opinion they're not very happy. And that's kind of you know Russell try to try to make eye contact with them and get both their attention so we can talk to them both at the same time. And, uh, uh, yeah, you you could easily have a word with them before they left. I mean, like, and gentlemen, I I have a feeling somewhere in the back of my mind that you're not a hundred percent happy with today's events. And the one that had been so outspoken last time, he'll tell you, well, not really. I mean, okay, yeah, he's gonna sit there for three days. How long is my little girl gonna be scared to go to sleep in her own bed at night? Well, that's that's a very good point. And uh, what I would like to do, kind of being as Rick is a friend of mine, is I've got two offers I would like to make. Are you familiar with the girl in the community, Iva? Yeah, everybody's seen her around. Okay. Well, have you seen her in the last couple of days? Not really, but uh, I don't come into town a whole lot. Understandable. Well, she she's a bit more conversational now, and uh, while she perhaps will never run for public office, um, as that's just not her inclination, um, I used a feat of some magic, and uh, to to help her be able to better communicate with the world around her. What what I'd like to offer, if it's fine with you and fine with your girls is the same ability i um i think i may be able to help them get over any latent fear concerning rick in particular um now i know it's a bit of a a bit of a stretch as their fear is well earned but you know as far as trauma is concerned and whatnot i think i can help them move past that and uh as a second thing um I just, to let you know, um, me, Rick, and Brigard are um, pursuing the Slavers. So while um, while I think Hilltop will always be home, um, we may not be around for a little while, if that helps ease any tensions, just to let you know. So this magic? Yes. It could help her be able to sleep easier things of that nature yeah it, it won't change anyone's opinions or change their mind or their thoughts 
She she would still know to be cautious about him. Yes, I. I well, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you, sir. Um, if if I'd been so inclined and perhaps a little bit more practiced, I could do more. But I refuse. She would be the the nightmares, horror, trauma, that kind of thing. I'll help someone move past. I'll not eliminate things such as survival instinct. They've served me too well in the past. I think that's something I'd have to discuss with the wife before we made a decision. And your daughter. I'll, uh, I'll need three yeses before I proceed with that. And um, I'll be as scrutinous about those yeses as I am about the decisions and the words that were spoken out loud here today. All right. Well, give us some time to discuss it and consider it. Okay. It's not a not an easy decision to w- whether to let somebody mess around in the kid's head. I completely understand. Um, in exchange for the for the offer, I would ask a favor. All right. What's that? I'm I'm new here to Dustrous. I, I think everyone knows we, me and my my two compatriots are from the most recent group of travelers. Um. If things are so bad as you've decided to seek outside help to uh, take care of any problems, I would I would appreciate enough of a heads up to, well, frankly, to try to convince my companions and myself to cut ties and run and leave your community behind. I I fear any conflict that would come up as a result, you see. And as a result, if it's possible, in your opinion, I would, uh, I would opt to, uh, well, and maybe about this point in the walk, they've, uh, they've made their way around to Russell's house, which can obviously be seen as something that's been changed into a business for the community instead of, I'd, uh, if it means the life of my friend. I'll leave all this behind. If I can convince them to leave in peace. Because if you do call them and they do come, you realize that'll just lead to war. We ain't sent for nobody at this point. We dis- we discussed it, but ain't nobody turned up dead yet. Sense motive? Yeah, go ahead. That'll be a 26. Yeah, he, he seems to be being really straight with you right now. Much obliged. And if something would ever happen to where that opinion has to change, and I'll dare not discuss that line or make that decision for you, but if that opinion, that opinion has to change, if you would give me a fortnight to convince my companions to leave in peace, it would be much appreciated. Like I said, we discussed it. Ain't nobody died yet. Gavin ain't never done nothing to us. So we're going to give him a chance to make sure this kid is straightened out. I think he gets a bit more time with him. You'll find he'll do a pretty damn good job. But if people start turning up dead, we will not hesitate. Totally understandable. If, uh... 
Well, hell, I'll be honest, it hurts to say it, but if people start turning up dead and the kid's the one behind it, I didn't say which side of that fight I'd be on, if you catch my meaning. Judas. All right. Just, uh, yeah, give us a couple of days to talk things over at home, though, about this, this spell. I, uh, no problem. And I, just so you know, I do plan on opening my establishment when my compatriot is free. And while it may not be a place for the children, uh, you and your appropriate missuses are uh, more than welcome to come. Drinks on me for the night. I'm probably going to have to leave your missus at home if I come up there. She gets kind of bitchy <laughs> about uh, spending money on card games. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, um, I tell you what, we, uh, I think we can make that work for everybody involved. You guys come up one night, and in the spirit of fair play, if they are so inclined to try some of our other games and whatnot, the offer extends to them as well. All right. I, uh, I thank you for, for being involved in this and trying to make sure everything works out for everybody. Uh, Hey, I'm I'm glad to help out and uh in the world I came from, I was one of those who fought for every well between you, me, and no one else who's around to hear it, I was born with a silver spoon in my mouth. And uh through no uh no fault of anyone but my own, it was all taken away. And after that moment I fought for every scrap I had. I um while I, I think I've found myself to be of a position of some note here in Dustress, I'm, I know what it's like to be cold and hungry at night. And uh, I'm going to see to it that no one's ignored or listened to less than anybody else. And the only people who will be my enemies are the people who make sure that that doesn't happen. Understood. It's just, I guess it's been a little hard for us Uh our families have farmed this land for generations. And then and everyone I, comes in, they build the city, you know, trade starts coming through here instead of through the private channels you had before. Maybe a little bit changes. Better. I understand. And before where you could let your kids just go do whatever and not have to worry because you knew everybody in the community. Now you're surrounded by folks that you don't necessarily know so well. I get it. Towns grow. It's a it's a uh, unfortunate fact of life. They uh, they all hit some beautiful equilibrium for everyone else, and then they either disappear or they continue growing. And one way or the other, anyone who's been attached to that community is either fifty fifty happy or disappointed. It's a uh, well, it's more than just that, though. It's all these folks that come in. They're the same folks that for generations we've been told would harm us. Yeah. And, uh, well, heck, I'll be honest. Uh, all these other races and whatnot, I, I, I come to understand that some of the other travelers come from worlds that are a bit more diverse. Uh, my world, uh, at least to my knowledge, was not. Um, there were humans that was about it as far as anything that could talk with you and do trade um but uh it it was it was a shock 
I, I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I rolled up at uh, Fort Veshna and saw a man who was, oh, eight, nine inches taller than me, tusk for teeth, and uh, I I stepped back. Uh, it was it was it was off putting to say the least. But I've come to notice, especially when you consider our most recent adversaries, that the meanest people I've ran into since I've been here were human. Well, that's true, I guess. And I'm glad you didn't let me kill the boy. That that wouldn't have been fair. I'd have regretted that in the end. I I, I deeply believe you would have. And that's uh that was a good part of my motivation to seek some peace in this whole thing. I just yeah, you just gotta understand we gotta be cautious where our kids are concerned. Um, I understand. Never had the, the privilege myself, at least to yet. Uh I suppose by Dustra's standards, I'm still a young man. But uh but nah. Yeah, the the farmers will go on home to have little family meetings and talk. Uh, the, the the two ones that were upset, uh, Ben, the one that had previously talked to uh, Rick, will will after they walk away, will kind of pat you on the shoulder and, and go, uh, "Well, I thank you for the offer, but uh, my little girl's gonna gonna have, sit down with him, have dinner with him, with with me and my wife, of course, and we're we're gonna work this out the old fashioned way." Truth be told, um, with everything I'm learning I'm capable of at this point, I think that might still be the best way. Well, I guess uh, my family's always been a little different from some of these others. We got uh, some mixed bloodlines that run in it. So so, uh, fast to uh, pass judgment on folks. And uh, he's just a kid. In the end... It took me some time, you know, age of adulthood's about three years before his current age in wealth. It's weird that we're from the same world, but from different times, which still seems weird to me, but maybe not to you. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, something I'm still wrapping my head around. But yeah, she's, she's, she's gonna have to, to learn to, uh, to accept people and their mistakes and move on. That's just part of life. Best her learn it with me and her mom at her side. Damn straight. So if you just uh, let us know when he gets out. Uh, of course, you and the, and his other friend, y'all, y'all are welcome to come too if y'all want. I'll be more than, more than happy. Thank you for the invitation. My wife's a good cook. That is something I have seen very little of since I've come to this world. You have just guaranteed my presence, sir. <laughs> I say that. That's up until the last few days. But that's, that's here nor there. <laughs> well, uh, I'll go on home then. and You send one word when he's out and we'll get us a hog book butchered up. Excellent. And at that point, Russell will reach out for a handshake before... He'll shake your hand. And he will head on home. Rick, you've been taken back to the cell. Oh, no. Not the cell. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, yes, you're in the cell. Um, and Zava's 
going to be there all day. Uh, Darlena will be back tonight. Um, he will ask you for a list of anything that you want from the house to keep there um, for you know the next few days. How 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 thick do you think these books that I had are? Do you think I I would be finished with them by now? Well, no, you probably haven't read three books in the course of the night. Fair enough. Uh, if, if I do have, if if I have finished one, I'll send it back and um. I think I'll ask for uh, a book on scrying magic in return. Okay. So when he, he'll tell you when he gets off duty, he'll go by the house and get that all sorted for you. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Dusters Podcast. My name is Don. I'm the voice of Brigord. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, the voice of Russell Clark, and I swear I'm not that much of an ass in real life. I just play one in podcast. In real life, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had to... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustress and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tee Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And this is Last Call, so finish your drinks, and we'll see y'all next time.